Welcome to your Active Digital Brief podcast. My name is Samuel Stolton, and each week I aim to bring you some of the most relevant and timely technology stories in the world of EU politics and policy. This week, we take a look at the latest hearing of big tech Zuckerberg, Pichai and Dorsey in Thursday's Energy and Commerce Committee session and the different opinions at play with regards to infamous Section 230 of the US Communications Decency Act. For a full breakdown of all the most important stories over the past seven days in this patch, sign up to my free newsletter or take a look at it online at youractive.com. This is Youractive's Digital Brief Podcast. episode is powered by Facebook. Working together is more important than ever in the fight against COVID-19. At Facebook, we're working with nearly 100 governments and organizations globally, including the World Health Organization and European Center for Disease Control, to distribute authoritative COVID-19 information on our platforms. Get the full story at about.fb.com Europe. So as part of a committee hearing on disinformation and online extremism on Thursday, the heads of Facebook, Google and Twitter tried to bat away accusations that they played a heavy part in the January uprising on Capitol Hill. Moreover, Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg took the opportunity to rally his support for reform to Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, which essentially provides immunity for platforms from third-party content hosted online. Now, Section 230 is a mere 26 words long and has proved to be an incendiary issue, particularly in the context of the Capitol Hill riots. For their part, Republicans believe that Section 230 gives too much freedom for platforms to suppress right-wing voices online, while the Democrats say that it gives the platforms a get-out-of-jail card for hosting illegal content. It's a fine balance here between accountability and power that has also divided the opinions of the tech giants themselves, as well as politicians. For his part, Zuckerberg on Thursday pitched revisions in the field of transparency, obliging platforms with reporting responsibilities for harmful content, as well as introducing a, quote, new standard, unquote, for policing how platforms deal with illegal content hosted online. This is what he had to say. Platforms should have to uh, issue transparency reports um, that, that state the prevalence of content um, across all different categories of harmful content, everything from child exploitation to terrorism to incitement of violence to um, intellectual property violations to pornography, whatever the, the different harms are. The second change that I would propose is creating accountability for the large platforms to have effective systems in place to moderate and remove clearly illegal content. So. Um, things like sex trafficking or child exploitation or terrorist content. Zuckerberg added, however, that small platforms should be exempt from such rules. Here, this is what he said. We need to find a way to exempt small platforms. So that way, you know, when I was getting started with Facebook, if if we'd gotten hit with a lot of lawsuits um, around content, it might have been prohibitive to get started. For his part, Google's Pichai agreed limply with increased efforts around transparency and accountability, but held back from directly jockeying for Section 230 reform outright, while Twitter's Dorsey said lawmakers should be careful that such moves don't, quote, 
incentivize the wrong things, unquote. A reform of Section 230 is unlikely anytime soon, but it should be watched closely from Brussels, because the debate could have an impact on the direction of travel for our very own Digital Services Act, which is of course in a very embryonic stage with regards to the co-legislative process. That's all we've got time for this week. Please remember that online with us you can get a comprehensive breakdown of all the tech stories in the EU politics and policy domain with my free digital brief newsletter. Sign up online today and don't forget to also subscribe to this podcast published on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher and Amazon Music. I've been Samuel Stolton and thank you for listening.